Hey, this is Brandon from Crowbot, and you're listening to the Classic Rock and Metal Podcast. Classic Rock and Metal. The next generation. New bands that sound a bit like older bands. What the hell is this? New bands that just love some of the older bands. And stuff. Oh, hell. It's just bands we think you'll dig. Okay? Hello, rock and metal lovers, and welcome to another classic rock and metal Next Generation show. I would give you the lowdown on why we haven't had a show for a couple of weeks, but trust me, you really don't want to know. However, in case you missed it, thanks to your votes and the decision of an independent panel, this show has been crowned the best music podcast in the entire United Kingdom at the UK Podcasters Awards last month in Manchester. So to them and all of you, thank you. I'm glad we seem to be doing something right. Our next generation show, as you may be aware, is where we feature a band that started after what we'd call the classic era, i.e. the 70s and 80s, but either sounds like or was heavily influenced by those bands. The idea being that if you like all the old stuff, you might like these bands too. So this week we feature US outfit Crobot, who haven't been around long at all, but are busy picking up fans and accolades wherever they go. I caught up with lead singer Brandon Yeagley at the Download Festival in the UK in June and spent a couple of minutes talking about all of that and then went on to discuss their influences and why you might like them. But before we hear that, have a listen to them and see what you think. From last year's Something Supernatural album, this is Nowhere to Hide.
What's your name? Where are you from? Brandon from Crowbot, and we're from Central PA. Okay, and uh, how long have you guys been going? Uh, we've been around since 2011. Okay. With the current lineup, we've been uh, bouncing around since 2013, pretty much touring the last two and a half years. And working our way back over. So, uh, you played here not so long, about an hour ago, or something like that, two hours ago. Yeah. How was it? It was excellent. You know, the, the vibe here, the spirit of rock and roll is, is definitely here. In, in huge form and and it was it was really it was a really good experience for us our first time here so you know to, to be on the lineup is an honor all in itself but I mean the experience and it's, we're only halfway through the day and you know we've got permagrin so <laughs> that's the good because and so because the crowd here can can go either way how was um, do you think many of the people that saw you already knew who you were or not yeah I think so quite a few people were singing all the words to the songs had saw some t-shirts in there and, and I think it was actually not raining when we played so the fact that we played in a tent I don't think they were just there to get out of the rain I think there were actually fans there so yeah, right. it, was, it was a good day it was a very good day and uh, did it get busier as you went on yeah I heard that uh, it was the tent was full and then 12 rows back outside the tent it was tough to get to the uh, stage for us so you know we couldn't ask for a better time here and just gonna ride the rest of the day and enjoy some uh, brewskis I can see them yeah <laughs> so it's actually 35 years ago this year since the very first festival here the monsters of rock in 1980 it's a very different thing now do you get any sense of the history here or it's so different now I suppose yeah you know growing up I, I've always looked at download as like the festival you know in the world even just for the quality of bands and they get so many good bands here and I, I really think you know a rock fan has a great experience musically and, and you know to be here and experience the other side of it that's not just the music. You know, it's great. I mean, it's raining cats and dogs out here, and people are still having a great time. You know, there's something to be said about that. For yeah, sure. that's true. Mind you, they can't get out, so <laughs> they don't let them out. So, <laughs> um, so for the old guys, uh, I mean, obviously we have a lot of new listeners, but for the old guys who might be here, especially for tomorrow, I guess, with uh, with so many bands. Um, do you think there are elements of your music that come from the old style bands from the 70s and 80s that they could relate to? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, for myself, I know I go backwards with my music listening, you know. I really don't, uh, not anything to the newer bands that are out there, but more often than not, I'm trying to find the old bands that maybe got swept under the rugs, like, you know, the Leaf Hounds or, you know, the Toads of the world and, and you know, stuff like the, the proto-metal that was, you know, big in, in the 70s, that just 70s rock sound with the riffs and the, the, the soaring high vocals and that, that's what we're all about you know it's, the, it's about the grooviness it's about the riffiness we're we're totally organic we're not one of those bands that gets up there and runs a bunch of tracks you know we're up there we plug in we can set up in 10 minutes we're ready to go it, it's real it's real that's old school roll. yeah yeah <laughs> we I, I think we timed it it takes us eight minutes to get on the stage and get off the stage you're gonna be very popular on the <laughs> festival circuit yeah, yeah exactly exactly <laughs> Um, was there a band when you started out? Was there a band? A lot of people have a moment when they go, "I, I want to do that." Did yeah. it, was it gradual, or did you? Was, it, was there a band or a group of bands or a movement that really got you into it? You know, I think it was gradual because I've always had such a love for music, which is kind of, you know, the musician life. I think you, you spend half of it fighting, the, you know, trying to do something that that's normal when you know it doesn't it doesn't the shoe doesn't fit, you know. But I've always been a fan of music. Always, you know 
know, I was 15 when I started playing guitar and singing, um, and just sort of, you know, really worked on it, but, I mean, growing up listening to Rainbow, and Uriah Heep, and Sabbath, and Deep Purple, and all those bands that just, you know, it's, the music's timeless to me. I mean, that's the, the greatest generation of music in my eyes, so, I mean, to just to kind of keep that alive in some way, shape, or form, you know, we may not be carrying any torch, so to speak, by any means, but we enjoy what we're doing, and it's definitely influenced by the rock of old and, and the riffs of old, for sure. Right. You're probably too young to remember, but of course in the old days, bands were kind of steered in certain directions, depending on how genres. Are you finding yourself free to just be who you are and not have to be like anyone else? Yeah, yeah, you know, it's it's so cool growing up, you know, I used to think we grew up in the wrong era, you know, we're old souls and, you know, we have an old sound too, but, I mean, really with the way the world works today, you can find so much good music that's out there and you can really, you know, sort of cater to your musical taste and, and I think that's one of the beauties of, of the new generation is that, you know, a lot of these people can, through new bands, can find some of that older stuff, you know, bands that have influenced us, maybe kids that are 18 have no idea who, who Uriah Heep is or, or Leaf Hound or any of those bands, but or Blue Cheer, you know, that stuff, but maybe we will lead them back to the MC5s and, and, and that stuff, you know, so we're, we're definitely trying to keep that spirit alive, keep that sound alive, um, but, you know, the, the new generation, I think there's, there's also a lot of really good bands out there that are doing, twisting the sound their own way, much like, you know, we, we try to do as well. Bands like Graveyard and, uh, you know, Mastodon even, and Clutch, one of our favorite bands of all time, so, you know, there's, there's a lot of good stuff still out there. you, you got to dig a little bit more, but I think, you know, with the way the, the internet, the, the beauty of that, and then Spotify and things like that, that give us the tools to really dig deep into some of these catalogs is really a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. And you're, of course, sounds like I'm sounding really old now, but you're the generation where it's quite normal to have a really close engagement with the fans almost on a daily basis. Yeah. Does that help? You've got this kind of following already that you're cultivating on a daily basis. Yeah, you know, it, it means a lot to people to, to just really respond to them. And, you know, the mystique is, is sort of gone for our genre. I definitely agree with that. But I think it's it's maybe a good thing because, you know, we're, we're real people. We're down to earth. We'll have a beer with anybody, you know, we'll smoke with anybody, you know, the, the whole thing. It's it's just about being real and, and we just find ourselves just mingling with the people already just because that's who we are. You know, we really just, you know, fans or not, we, we enjoy being in this community of music lovers and, and uh, you know, it's, it's what we live our lives for. So. Yeah, and I think it's there is a difference. Uh, some of the bands here, this not disparaging, but certainly Motley Crue and Kiss, I think the closest anyone's going to get to them this weekend is, is if they happen to be at the front of the barrier, yeah. otherwise they'll be in and out. Yeah. Um, yeah, we definitely want to be known as one of those bands who, you know, you can approach us, you can talk to us, you can find us hanging out, you know, we're, we're down to earth and, and definitely want to talk and chit chat music because that's what we're all about. Yeah. Now, I first got turned on to you guys, um, we interviewed Volbeat back in November yeah. um, and they couldn't shut up about you guys because <laughs> we talked, they were having some time off and then they knew, I knew the, the tour was coming along yeah. um, and I said, oh, when you're touring with Anthrax because obviously Rob is there now, so I said, how was that? And he was like, never mind about that. 
go and see Crowbot because they're playing with us as well, which was so that was when we started getting interested. How was that whole thing, that tour? You know, those guys are such sweethearts, honestly. You know, it's not very rock and roll the same, but <laughs> there, okay. there is a great story about the tour. Um, we were hanging out, you know, we had a show, it was a festival in the States, and two bands jumped on that weren't a part of the bill. Um, and they pushed us and Anthrax forward in the day, so we started earlier. The two bands went on, and then it was Volbeat. Volbeat didn't really care for that too much. So they cut their set 15 minutes to give us five more minutes and Anthrax 10 more minutes, wow. which is unheard of in this business, really. The headliner to cut their set for the opening acts, it's just... You don't hear about that ever. So those guys, it's just, that's just one instance that's a testament to the fact that those guys are really just really cool guys. You know, it was a great tour to be on, and we got spoiled on that run for sure. Well, it's not like the old days. You should hear some of the horror stories of support bands in the 80s. Oh, you know? yeah. <laughs> With some some, uh, some Steven Tyler stories of him pulling some plugs on some bands. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, God, yeah. Just, yeah, there was none of that for sure. No, no egos and, and you know. The guys would always stop to talk to us whenever they'd pass us, and just great tour. It was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, fantastic. So music then, uh, what have you got out at the moment? What's in the works? We got a new album, Something Supernatural, came out eight months ago uh, through Nuclear Blast. Um, we also just released a deluxe edition of that album, which has some bonus tracks on it. Uh, we're going to be home for a few weeks after this uh, little stint in the UK uh, to write the new record. So we're uh, Already looking forward, you know. Um, definitely not forgetting about the, the album that's only been out for eight months, but you know, we're, we're constantly evolving and, and always writing, so it's just natural for us to just keep the ball rolling. And, and, and sometimes it takes a little bit of time for a record to actually come out, so we want to get a, a good head start on it. We've ar we already have quite a few tunes already that we're really happy with, so it's got the excitement up in the air to start writing some new tunes. Cool. And uh, coming back over here, do we think? Yeah, we're going to be doing a run in November to December with Scorpion Child and Buffalo Summer. So, for all those people out there that are really into the old school riff rock, that's a really good lineup for you. So that's Crowbot, uh, and if you like that, do try and support them somehow. Uh, hopefully then we'll hear another album from them, but uh, maybe buy the first one. Keep your eyes peeled to catch them live if you can. Before I leave you uh, with another from them, just a reminder that the Classic Rock and Metal Podcast main show comes to you every month or so and features all new exclusive interviews with bands, artists or other influential people from this classic 70s and 80s era. So do subscribe to us on iTunes, Podomatic, Spreaker, Mixcloud or whatever to make sure to get notified when a new show comes out. Other than that, all the shows are always available to stream or download anytime at our website, which is classicrockpodcast.com, so do please stop by. From there, you'll find links to Facebook, where we'd love to chat with you, Twitter, if you're into all of that, and our ongoing campaign with Patreon, which allows you to cough up a few pennies for each show we produce in return for various rewards, ranging from band swag, autographs, and maybe the occasional show ticket. I'll leave you then with a live track from Crowbot. This is the excellent Upon a Pale Horse... Uh, until next time, be good. The Classic Rock and Metal Podcast, Next Generation and Archive Shows. The best ways to get your rock and metal fix anytime, anywhere. Join us now at ClassicRockPodcast.com. Classic Rock Podcast.